Lockdown, a security podcast from Red Hat, recorded at Cloud Security Expo 2016. Recording today at the Cloud Security Expo at the London Excel Center. Sitting opposite me today is a lady I've been following on social media for a long time now. Um, a shining light in the industry, very, very well thought of, and a lady who has made understanding and the alleviation of pain for the understanding of cloud technology in the financial services industry, in the financial tech services industry, her own, Nira Jones. Say hi. Hi, delighted to be here. Thank you, Richard. So talk to me about your current role. Uh, I'm an independent consultant right now, and I have a, a number of uh, portfolio positions. Uh, currently, uh, the one very interesting to me is that of non-executive director at Cognosec, which is a very interesting security company. But you have been involved with shaping how the financial services industry and how fintech really has started to aspire in, in the cloud, haven't you? Uh, I have been uh, involved directly and indirectly, and certainly uh, fintech is a fascinating area and lots of crossovers, uh, not only with, uh, with cloud technology, but also security technologies. But it's an industry where there's no safety net. Uh, that's an industry where there can be safety net because there are lots of uh, technologies around. There are lots of governance uh, and processes and policies that organizations can put in place. I think what uh, this is suffering from is lack of understanding of the whole landscape. So how do we do that as educators, as facilitators, as enablers? What do we need to do? Is it is it lobbying? Is it the creation of controls? Is it the creation of process? Uh, it's uh, not thinking that deployment of technology is the be-all and end-all. Because after all, uh, I'm also a change management practitioner, and there are three elements to that three-legged stool, which is people, process, and technology. Technology on its own cannot work process on its own cannot work and uh, and similarly uh, for for people so what can we do as an industry it certainly start demystifying everything start stop uh, stop using jargon and make people understand uh, what they should actually care about rather than uh, the messages of doom and gloom and uh, we'll all die um, uh, things are possible Uh, quite easily and there are lots of resources available and lots of free resources as well there's nine and a half thousand people on the show floor below us okay half of them are vendors half of them are people walking around looking for help assistance guidance trying to find out what the latest technology is doing a lot of it is still retrofitting security isn't it it is definitely retrofitting security and i think organizations on the main lack understanding of what they should be about and uh, just one word about this cyber criminals themselves actually make it their business to understand their targets and they will go to no amounts of lengths to actually understand their targets very well not only their technology infrastructure but also the people that work within them Uh, so on the other side businesses trying to protect themselves against cyber criminal don't even understand their own infrastructures they don't even understand the assets they should be protecting and end up spending a lot of money uh, on things that perhaps shouldn't given their risk profile so if you're a pharmaceutical company you have a very different profile to a financial services organization Uh, and there's one thing I always like to say which is don't spend a hundred pounds protecting a one pound asset and all too often organizations are guilty of doing just that and saying security is too expensive. I was flying back from Boston the other night and actually got bumped up to first class which doesn't happen very often but um, 
sitting reading some statistics, and I, I, there was I, I can't remember what the, whether it was four fifty one or IDC or Gartner saying that for every dollar that was spent in financial services, something like six and a half seven dollars is spent securing that asset. Um, I haven't seen that particular piece of statistics, but I would say that wouldn't surprise me for the reason I've just given you. But isn't it our job or isn't it industry's job to start pushing back and saying, look, you know, we understand we have to provision these application environments, especially in the financial services industry where the the growth of mobile applications for people to do everything from monitoring their balances to transactions, to be able, the people want to be able to do things quicker, faster, without face-to-face interactions. And to do that in cloud means adjusting your risk around security you have to go to cloud now you have to benefit from it absolutely and it is quite staggering in fact there was some um, uh, recent statistics from from ibm in terms of mobile application security since we're on the, the topic whereas lots of uh, investment is being put to developing those mobile ap- application bowing to uh, consumer demand uh, there is very very little i think a fraction five percent of the budget dedicated to actually secure securing mobile application and in fact uh, uh, in this api world we live in there is very very little to protect apis and i think that's a uh, uh, that's a great shame do you think we're moving especially in fintech to a situation where audit is a 24 7 365 rather than just like a you know once a year position Oh, well, uh, I'm uh, not a proponent of audit, so security certainly is not, isn't a once-a-year thing. It's a business as usual. It should be security by design. It should be looking at the people, the processes, the uh, business as usual governance, as well as, as well as the technologies deployed to do so. I mean, if you look at the Verizon DBIR report last year, I mean, the new one obviously uh, is imminent. I haven't seen it yet. But uh, some of the vulnerabilities found in infrastructure as 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 1999 and that is shocking and shameful it is and i think you know as we move towards replacing existing bare metal hardware moving into this new software defined networking world where you're using virtual appliances and virtual devices i think a lot of that's going to be flushed out because people will be renewing technology but also they'll be understanding technology better I think they will. Uh, and I think what people and organization will start realizing is as we move towards uh, more and more relying on uh, third-party service providers, uh, management of the supply chain uh, is going to undergo a paradigm shift. So, change is afoot, but you can't adjust. You can't adjust your focus away from the fact that going to cloud delivers you benefits of scale elasticity, scalability, is it a build-your-own or is it user-provider? Well, moving to cloud is actually uh, exactly the same as your own security posture. So moving to cloud is not more or less secure than what you have right now. It will be the same if you carry on doing the same. So if your existing hardware is behind a provision firewall in a data center, all you're doing is essentially building out your risk register to understand the APIs that you have and the assets that you have and the data that you're responsible for. Absolutely, bearing in mind that there is no such thing anymore as a perimeter, as we very well know, uh, and therefore protecting uh, uh, not only the physical assets, but uh, the people and uh, understanding the behaviours and the technologies that are used is absolutely key. Nera, great having you on the podcast. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Subscribe with iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast client now. 
for more shows in our back catalog. 